The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Yes, today it's Seven Swans of Swimming. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Sunday, December 31st, 2023, the seventh day of Christmas. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Sunday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And today we celebrate the feast of the Holy Family. We tend to forget that the first family of the Christian church had their trials too. So when we run into problems in our lives, we have to remember that no disturbance of events must ever carry away our hearts and minds into unevenness of temper. Like the Holy Family, God will guide us on our way, no matter how difficult it may be. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that persons living with disabilities may be at the center of attention in society and that institutions may offer inclusive programs which value their active participation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. So Mother, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, we're praying to you particularly today. We're asking you to guide us in our prayer because we turn to your example as the Holy Family. Just yesterday, we kept the great feast of Christmas, the great feast of the birth of our Saviour, our Lord. Jesus, it's to you that we want to speak. Lying in the crib, listening to our prayer, lying in the arms of our mother Mary, we're conscious of Joseph's protection. This scene brings out so much joy in our hearts, so much adoration. And we thank you that so soon after that feast day, we keep today's feast, the feast of the Holy Family. And so we ponder you there in the crib. And in the Gospel today, we ponder uh, an event that came 12 years later at the, um, the journey to Jerusalem that you took. And first, we, we just want to pray about family as, as a concept. Jesus, we thank you for our family. Every one of us here will come from a family. Every one of us will come from a wounded family. And that will look different for each one of us. But family is, is where we remember our roots. It's where we learned our character before we were conscious of it. You know, we've become so self-conscious as, as teenagers or um, older children. Um, there was a time where we weren't self-conscious and, and that was in our family. <laughs> and so our family is, contains our, our flaws, our embarrassing stories, contains our triumphs too. You know, family is often the only place we're able to talk about our successes without feeling we're boasting or looking for the limelight. It's a place where we rejoice with each other, we cry with each other. 
family can be the family I grew up in. It can also be the family maybe I've I've made for myself. If you praying with me now are, are married, um, then it's another family. If extended family or new family or whatever it is, but family can mean different things. Sometimes it doesn't mean blood family. Sometimes it's um, a family that that took us in, maybe, and, and became family to us. This is a moment, Jesus, to turn to you in thanksgiving, that you too, God, the second person of the Holy Trinity, the one we adore, the one we worship, decided to be born into family life. I remember um, being with a priest on a, on a trip once, and somebody said to him, Father, does your, <laughs> does your mum and dad call you father? And he said, no, they don't call me father. But he, crucially, he said, I never stop being son. I never stop being son in my family. And that's true of us. Our place in the family is is like a forever thing about us. Everything else can change, but but our place in the family matters. Jesus, you didn't just glide through life. We can think this sometimes that, you know, if we just think of Jesus in artwork, then it's kind of like he glided through life untouched by human experience. No, that wasn't the case for you. Instead, Jesus, you were like us in all things but sin. And so that includes tiredness. It includes um, hunger. It includes needing to have a place to return to at the end of a day. You know, just like family life, this was your experience at home with Mary and Joseph, a kind of clocking off, going off duty. What a lovely image this is of you, our God, clocking off to be present to your family. And I want to pray with you today about just one thing and that's the nature of forgiveness in family life maybe this will be especially true for you and me as we pray together in this christmas season when we see a lot of family we we see people that we haven't seen in a long time maybe people we're not used to their character so much this is a time of forgiveness or it's an opportunity for forgiveness not necessarily a time of forgiveness because it's left to us to choose pope francis has spoken an awful lot about the nature of forgiveness and the crucial um, the crucial quality of forgiveness in family life. He says this, There is no perfect family. We do not have perfect parents. We are not perfect. We do not marry a perfect person, or we do not have perfect children. We have complaints from each other. We are constantly disappointed. There is no healthy marriage or healthy family without the exercise of forgiveness, he says. Without forgiveness, the family becomes sick. Those who do not forgive are physically, emotionally, and spiritually ill. For this reason, the family must be a place of life and not a place of death, a place of paradise and not a place of hell, a healing territory and not a disease, an internship of forgiveness and not guilt. So the Pope there speaks very powerfully, Jesus, about forgiveness. Often the Pope doesn't mince his words, and he doesn't on this occasion. And we're, we're left in no doubt. This is crucial. For our families to be alive, they need to be seasoned, we could say, with forgiveness again and again and again. And if we want to mirror our own family life on, on your life, your holy family life, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, how do we mirror this virtue of forgiveness? If, if forgiveness is so important and we want our families to look like your family, Jesus, and your your mother, your adopted father, foster father, Joseph. Well, how do we mirror your forgiveness? Jesus, we ask you for light on this theme because 
we know that um, there is no sin. There is no sin in, in you, my Lord Jesus. There's no sin in your Holy Mother Mary. About Joseph, we don't believe this theologically, but we know that um, he lived his whole life in the presence of Jesus and Mary, the greatest uh, and most perfect way of remaining free from sin. And so your family life is is a beautiful thing. Jesus, you live in a perfect family, we could say. A, a family that is without sin. And so how are we to copy or imitate your forgiveness? This is what we want to pray about. In the gospel today, we hear, as we said, about the moment where you and your parents become separated you know, for three whole days. In a, in a scriptural sense, this prefigures the tomb that will come uh, 33 years later. But in a human sense, what a terribly traumatic amount of time for a mother and father to be without their child, their only child. <laughs> and Jesus, when they come to find you, you seem totally unperturbed. <laughs> this strikes us very strongly. We believe there's no sin here because we believe you're incapable of sin. We believe this, is, this can't touch you. And yet, in any one of our families, this very same event could have descended into an occasion of sin. You know, for the parent maybe wanting to teach the child a lesson, for the child being too proud to return to his or her parents' authority, and for them both clinging on to their being right. So easily, things just explode. In a family life, something small happens, some misunderstanding takes place, and bang! You know, everyone's fighting their corner, and it's gone way bigger than we ever imagined it would go. And yet here in the gospel, it doesn't descend into sin. And, and this is the key. You know, we, we're praying about how do, we, how do we imitate your forgiveness? Well, we imitate the fact that you're able, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, to, to live through misunderstandings in a way that does not lead to sin. This is really crucial. St. Jose Maria said in the way, more than in giving, charity consists in understanding. Therefore, find an excuse for your neighbour. There are always excuses to be found if it is your duty to judge. And so does this, do these lines of St. Maria about understanding not fit perfectly with those words in the Gospel? Some of my favourite words, Jesus. His mother stored up all these things in her heart. You know, Mary earnestly seeks to understand what's happening here in this scene, knowing that God's will must be there somewhere. That's her great faith, but she, she trusts, she believes. Mother, you believe that, that the Lord must be working here, however mysteriously that is. You never lose sight of the fact the Lord is present. And Jesus, we who do live in a sinful world, including within our own families, we want to learn this model of understanding. When we feel hurt by the words of another or someone acts hurtfully and we don't know why, there's a misunderstanding that could so quickly go sour. We want to learn the gift of understanding. We thank you so much for, for this light. Thank you for your witness, your family life, which, which, because it's family life and because it's human, carries with it misunderstandings, carries with it and things we don't understand, but, but doesn't fall into the trap that we so often fall into with our families, Jesus, which is sin, which is um, a kind of pride. And then we have to forgive. And it's good to, or we have to apologize and it's good to. But we want to come a step back from that and say, Lord, teach me this gift of understanding. Teach me a, a heart that's open to understand what my brother, what my sister's doing, what's going on in our family life. And so we come to the end of our prayer. Mother, 
We thank you. We thank you, Mary, for your humble model of family life. You know, help us to learn this example, to actively look for the Lord, actively seek to understand what's going on for someone else when they hurt us. You know, may this Christmas be filled with forgiveness and may we each experience the joyful freedom of this gift. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. If you want more of 10 Minutes with Jesus, you'll find it at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer now joining with the whole church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of God, who was obedient to Mary and Joseph. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of God, who was obedient to Mary and Joseph. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of God, who was obedient to Mary and Joseph. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of God, who was obedient to Mary and Joseph. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of God, who was obedient to Mary and Joseph. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of God, who was obedient to Mary and Joseph. 
Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of God who was obedient to Mary and Joseph. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of God, who was obedient to Mary and Joseph. brought the child Jesus into the temple, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God. When his parents brought the child Jesus into the temple, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless thing, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads. 
grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. When his parents brought the child Jesus into the temple, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God. The Magi entered the house and found the child with Mary, his mother. The Magi Magi entered the house and found the child with Mary, his mother. God is for us a refuge and strength a helper close at hand in time of distress. So we shall not fear, though the earth should rock, though the mountains fall into the depths of the sea, even though its waters rage and foam, even though the mountains be shaken by its waves. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. The waters of a river give joy to God's city, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within. It cannot be shaken. God will help it at the dawning of the day. Nations are in tumult. Kingdoms are shaken. He lifts his voice. The earth shrinks away. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come, consider the works of the Lord, the redoubtable deeds he has done on the earth. He puts an end to wars over all the earth. The bow he breaks, the spear he snaps. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. Supreme among the nations, supreme on the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The Magi Magi entered the house and and found the child with Mary, his his mother. mother. Joseph rose in the night and took the child and his mother into Egypt. Joseph rose in the night and took the child and his mother into Egypt. On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children, and Zion shall be called mother, for all shall be her children. It is he, the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. In his register of peoples he writes, These are her children. And while they dance, they will sing, In you all find their home. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Joseph rose in the night, and took the child and his mother into Egypt. Your children will be taught by the Lord himself. He He will will bless bless them with fullness of peace. From the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Ephesians. Defer to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives should be submissive to their husbands as if to the Lord because the husband is the head of his wife just as Christ is the head of his body, the church, as well as its Savior. As the church submits to Christ, so wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. He gave himself up for her to make her holy, purifying her in the bath of water by the power of the word to present to himself a glorious church, holy and immaculate, without stain or wrinkle or anything of that sort. Husbands should love their wives as they do their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Observe that no one ever hates his own flesh. No, he nourishes it and takes care of it as Christ cares for the church, for we are members of his body. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and shall cling to his wife, and the two shall be made into one. This is a great foreshadowing. I mean that it refers to Christ and the church. In any case, each one should love his wife as he loves himself, the wife for her part showing respect for her husband. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for that is what is expected of you. Honor your mother and father is the first commandment to carry a promise with it, that it may go well with you, that you may have long life on the earth. Fathers, do not anger your children. Bring them up with the training and instruction befitting the Lord. The Word of the Lord. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for that is your duty. Honor your father and your mother. Jesus returned with Mary and Joseph to Nazareth. There he lived and was obedient to them. Honor your father and your mother. From an address by Pope Paul VI. Nazareth is a kind of school where we may begin to discover what Christ's life was like and even to understand the gospel. Here, we can observe and ponder the simple appeal of the way God's Son came to be known, profound yet full of hidden meaning. And gradually, we may even learn to imitate Him. Here we can learn to realize who Christ really is. And here we can sense and take account of the conditions and circumstances 
that surrounded and affected his life on earth. The places, the tenor of the times, the culture, the language, religious customs. In brief, everything which Jesus used to make himself known to the world. Here, everything speaks to us. Everything has meaning. Here we can learn the importance of spiritual discipline for all who wish to follow Christ and to live by the teachings of his gospel. How I would like to return to my childhood and attend the simple yet profound school that is Nazareth. How wonderful to be close to Mary, learning again the lesson of the true meaning of life, learning again God's truths. But here we're only on pilgrimage. Time presses and I must set aside my desire to stay and carry on my education in the gospel, for that education is never finished. But I cannot leave without recalling briefly and in passing some thoughts I take with me from Nazareth. First, we learn from its silence. If only we could once again appreciate its great value. We need this wonderful state of mind, beset as we are by the cacophony of strident protests and conflicting claims so characteristic of these turbulent times. The silence of Nazareth should teach us how to meditate in peace and quiet to reflect on the deeply spiritual, and to be open to the voice of God's inner wisdom and the counsel of his true teachers. Nazareth can teach us the value of study and preparation, of meditation, of a well-ordered personal spiritual life, and of silent prayer that is known only to God. Second, we learn about family life. May Nazareth serve as a model of what the family should be. May it show us the family's holy and enduring character and exemplifying its basic function in society, a community of love and sharing, beautiful for the problems it poses and the rewards it brings. In some, the perfect setting for rearing children, and for this, there is no substitute. Finally, in Nazareth, the home of a craftsman's son, we learn about work and the discipline it entails. I would especially like to recognize its value, demanding yet redeeming, and to give it proper respect. I would remind everyone that work has its own dignity. On the other hand, it is not an end in itself. Its value and free character, however, derive not only from its place in the economic system, as they say, but rather from the purpose it serves. In closing, may I express my deep regard for people everywhere who work for a living?
To them, I would like to point out their great model, Christ, their brother, our Lord and God, who is their prophet in every cause that promotes their well-being. Have a rejoicing heart. Try to grow holy. Help one another. Keep united. Live in peace. Sing and and make make music to to the the Lord in your hearts. Whatever you do, put your whole self into it, as if for the Lord and not for men. Sing and and make make music to to the Lord in your hearts. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father, all creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood. And bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. 
praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy. For we place our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. And we shall never hope in vain. Let us pray. O God, who was pleased to give us the shining example of the Holy Family, graciously grant that we may imitate them in practicing the virtues of family life and in the bonds of charity, and so in the joy of your house delight one day in eternal rewards. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. On the Feast of the Holy Family, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Holy Family encounters two very interesting people. It's from the second chapter of the Gospel of Luke. When the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the law. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Inspired by the Spirit, he came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, Simeon took him up in his arms and blessed God. Lord, Now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for glory to thy people Israel. His father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them, and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is spoken against, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years from her virginity and as a widow till she was eighty-four. She did not depart from the temple, worshipping with fasting and prayer night and day. 
And coming up at that very hour, she gave thanks to God and spoke of him to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. And so we continue praying with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. of Jesus went each year to Jerusalem for the solemn feast of Passover. The parents of Jesus went each year to Jerusalem for the solemn feast of Passover. O God, you are my God, for you I long, for you my soul is thirsting. 
My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. The parents of Jesus went each year to Jerusalem for the solemn feast of Passover. For your love is better than life, my lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life, in your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. The parents of Jesus went each year to Jerusalem for the solemn feast of Passover. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice, my soul clings to you, your right hand holds me fast. The parents of Jesus went each year to Jerusalem for the solemn feast of Passover. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The parents of Jesus went each year to Jerusalem for the solemn feast of Passover. The child grew in wisdom and strength, and the favor of God was upon him. The child grew in wisdom and strength, and the favor of God was upon him. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. The child grew in wisdom and strength, and the favor of God was upon him. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. 
Ice and snow bless the Lord. Nights and days bless the Lord. Light and darkness bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds bless the Lord. The child grew in wisdom and strength, and the favor of God was upon him. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. The child grew in wisdom and strength, and the favor of God was upon him. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priest of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. The child grew in wisdom and strength, and the favor of God was upon him. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven. Praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. The child grew in wisdom and strength, and the favor of God was upon him. His father and mother were full of wonder at what was said about their child. His father and mother were full of wonder at what was said about their child. Sing a new song to the Lord, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise His name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. His father and mother were full of wonder at what was said about their child. For the Lord takes delight in his people. 
he crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory. Shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained This honor is for all his faithful. His father and mother were full of wonder at what was said about their child. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. His father and mother were full of wonder at what was said about their child. From the book of Deuteronomy, Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you that you may have a long life and prosperity in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The Word of the Lord. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. You were obedient to Mary and Joseph. Have Have mercy mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Lord, give us light through the example of your family and guide our feet into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, give us light through the example of your family and guide our feet into the way of peace. Let us adore the Son of the living God, who humbled himself to become a son of a human family, and let us beseech him. Jesus, you became obedient. Sanctify us. Jesus, eternal word of the Father, you made yourself subject to Mary and Joseph. Teach us humility. Jesus, you became obedient, sanctify us. You are our teacher, and your own mother honored in her heart every one of your words and deeds. Make us attentive to your word, and let us ponder it in hearts that are pure and good. Jesus, you became obedient, sanctify us. Christ, by your work the world was made, but you were willing to be called a worker's son. Teach us to work diligently. Jesus, you became obedient. Sanctify us. Jesus, in the family at Nazareth, you grew in wisdom, age, and grace before God and man. Help us to grow in all things towards you, our head. Jesus, you became obedient. Sanctify us. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who was pleased to give us the shining example of the Holy Family, graciously grant that we may imitate them in practicing the virtues of family life and in the bonds of charity, and so in the joy of your house delight one day in eternal rewards. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, we're about to turn the calendar to a new year. If you're planning on partying tonight, please keep it safe. And remember to get to Mass today. Receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the Lord. The Sunday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great and holy day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. 
Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.